0: Okay, good morning. Will is gonna be passing out papers and pens for you all. Um, but while I get but while that happens. Yes, perfect. Okay, so welcome again to Backpacking Sunday. If you didn't know, I don't know where you were. Um, but like some people were talking about during the share time, it was really cool to hear all of the ways that the solo time booklet um, and just like actually spending time with God. Um, was super influential in people's lives this week. We have a three-hour solo time one of the days. And the day before, I was talking to Joel, because I was on Joel's team. And someone asked Joel, I think, I think it was Garrett, asked Joel how he got his name. And Joel told him. And then someone asked how I got my name. And my name, Naya, this is just some quick background for the purpose of today. Naya means, is from the Swahili word Nia, which means purpose in Swahili. And then my middle name is Teresa, after Mother Teresa. And my parents changed their last name when they got married to Esperanza, which means hope in Spanish. And I always like to tell that story. And then it's like, oh yeah, cool name, great, okay, yeah. And Joel was like, Naya, have you ever tried to tie your testimony into like your name? Uh, and I never had done that before, and that got me really excited. so. For the three-hour solo time, I spent the first like hour and a half sitting down and thinking about what those words like purpose and hope and all of that actually meant for my story. And I wrote it out, and it was really long, and my hand hurt very badly. Um, but I realized that for me, purpose is something that has kind of always been a part of my life. Like literally, it is my name. So since birth, people are like, oh, do you know your purpose? And then I would just like be like, yeah, you know, it's to love Jesus and then I would stop and like change the conversation. But I never actually taken take the time to think about it. Um, and it was something that I honestly was kind of doing wrong. Um, for most of my life in high school, I really, really wanted to be really liked and do the right thing. So I wanted to like do every single thing right so that my leaders at church would like me and my friends would like me and so that no one could say anything bad about me. And if anything was ever going wrong, I would just like hide it. I wouldn't want to tell people um, and I just like had this like face that I just wanted everyone to like. Um, and so I never like did anything wrong. That wasn't it, that didn't have anything to do with like my intentions. My intentions probably weren't like the best. It was just so that people would like me. Um, but that just like kept going on and on and I literally I really was living like my purpose was just to get more people to like me and be happy with me um, but one day that, that just, you know, it's not possible for everyone to like you and I met someone and like had dinner with them, hung out with them and the next day I heard that they like, had pulled some people aside and had been like, hey, what do you think about Naya, I think, I think we got to get rid of her, like I, I don't like her and then later also said to someone like, yeah, what do you think of Naya, like I think she's evil. And I've had, like, one conversation with this lady. Um, and it's, like, kind of funny. But also, my per like, I just wanted her and, like, everyone to like me. And when it didn't, it felt like everything fell apart. Like, I just, like, couldn't handle it. Um, I, did like, wanted no one to talk to her. No one else could like that person. And I, I literally just, like, stayed at home and, like, laid in my bed and was really upset about it because... I had been living like my purpose was to make someone like me and when it like didn't work it felt like I was failing at the purpose of my life like I don't know envision that like take a second envision that everyone in your life who you've ever met who you ever will meet just every single human is happy with you and likes you that's like cool but I I don't know. I don't think that that's ever real. Like you're probably thinking, okay, there's you know I don't know how that would work. It's not that's not reality. And so as we go into the school year this year, we're entering um, a few week series on choices that we can make um, and how they will impact our lives. And this week we're starting with the choice of choosing our purpose over our popularity, over just wanting people to like us. Now in order to go into this, I think that we need to take a minute and define what purpose is and how we know what something's purpose is. I, I wrote about this in my solo time. I was like, you know, you can't really just look at something. If you've never seen something before and you look at it, you're not 100% sure what the purpose is. So really, the only thing you can do is like misuse it until you figure out what the purpose is. Um, but like everything does have a purpose. So like a lawnmower's purpose is to mow the grass. A car's purpose is to get you from point A to point B. If you mix those up and you try to get from point A to point B on a lawnmower, that might be a little hard. Or if a car tried to like, mow the lawn, it might trample the grass, and you could like, fool people for a few seconds. But eventually, you would realize that that was not its purpose. So <laughs> to actually figure out the purpose of something, you have to go to the person that created it or the owner's manual and that will actually tell you what it was created for, and what it is to be used for. Our our purpose, like first, the base purpose, we'll talk about this more, it's not like the the whole answer to the whole thing, but our, our main purpose in life is a relationship with God. That's it. That's the first blank. It's a relationship with God. We all share the same, like, capital P, big, overarching purpose. It's the base of everything that we do. Um, and, and after that, there's a lot of like different ways that that plays out for each of us, but our purpose first and foremost is to love Jesus and to know him. And so in the Bible, we see this guy named Moses, and when he was born, all the boys were being killed, all the Israelite boys were being killed, so his mom put him in a basket, sent him out on the Nile River, and the Pharaoh's daughter picked him up and took him and kind of like adopted him into their family. And then we see, though, that like, as he was growing up, he was living a very different life than like, the rest of the Israelites and God's people. So in Hebrews 11:24 it says, By faith, Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be known as the son of the Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to be mistreated along with the people of God rather than enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as a greater value than the treasures of Egypt because he was looking ahead to his reward. By faith in Jesus, he left Egypt not fearing the king's answer, anger. He persevered because he saw him who is invisible. So we see here that Moses was this guy who had this choice to live in the Pharaoh's family. That's like the most important people in Egypt. And he chose, because of his faith in Jesus and in God, that he was not going to live like everyone else. He was going to live a different life, one that was not the most popular, one that was not the most lavish, but one that was like centered in his love and trust and faith in God. And every day, we get to also make those choices of choosing our purpose, of choosing that we are supposed to have a relationship with God over just you know, whatever the easiest choice is. The first thing that we see about purpose is that it gives us a reason to say yes or no to something. When we know our purpose, it's how we view the world, and then it helps us easily be like, okay, yeah, this is something that I could do, or no, probably not that one. I mean, I (laughs) I was thinking about it. It's kind of like, I don't know if any of you have gone grocery shopping when you're hungry, um, but when I go grocery shopping when I'm hungry, I leave with probably 75 more dollars of ice cream and sugar than like actual food and just like whatever looks good. And I get home and I'm like, what the heck is this? I'm never going to eat all of this. Um, but if I actually went in with a list of like meals that I wanted to eat and everything, then I can more effectively purchase everything and make sure that I actually have food to eat. Um, So when I'm saying, like, no, I'm not going to buy the $85 of ice cream and cookies and cake that I want to make. I'm saying yes to actually eating, like, healthy meals that are good for me and are going to make me feel a lot better. When we say no to something because of our purpose, we are not just saying no and just, like, sitting there. Like, we're saying no we're saying yes to God and His plan for our life, and that is, like, the greatest yes that we could say. So it's not just like we have to miss out on things all the time because we're saying no, but like we are saying yes to God. And when we, like if you were in a situation and you realize, okay, you know, think about whatever thing you would maybe say no to, um, but it would be the popular thing to do. I think often we conform to everyone else. We're like, okay, you know, I really want everyone to like me, so I'm just going to do this thing, and we conform to them. But we don't provide any opportunity for anyone else to conform to something else. So when we say no to that and yes to God, we are giving other people also an opportunity to say yes to something else and something better. What things do you need to say no to so that you can say yes um, to Jesus and his purpose for you? At Backpacking this year, we were talking about dangerous prayers, and one of the prayers that we talked about was break me. We talked about how wants to use our brokenness and also how sometimes like hard things can be redeemed and used for jesus and he wants to break the worldliness out of us i think that it's really hard and uncomfortable when we let go of things of the world but jesus wants to do it for us so like if we are holding super tightly onto the things of the world that is not our purpose if we want to be popular so bad and we are holding on to that that is not our purpose and when we realize that, it's going to be hard and probably hurt a little bit to like open our hands. Like, when that lady didn't like me, I was forced to let go of everyone just liking me. And it was hard. But purpose, this is another one, gives us a reason to push through the pain. We are so attached to the world that when we turn to God, it sometimes is going to hurt. But again, we know what our, our purpose is. We know that our purpose is for God. I think um, when we see this, we can we can look at things happening in the world, and we can choose to like you know say yeah that's fine, or actually stand up and say something. For me, I think a thing that I have seen like we have we all have the same big purpose, but then we have like little choices that we make every day that help us like. Live into that purpose, right? So, if you see someone at school who's sitting alone, and you go up and sit and talk to them, like that is you living out your purpose and like loving that person. Um, and for me, a thing that I have seen that I think is really a part of my purpose is loving and like advocating for people that are different than us, or that have disabilities, or that the world doesn't like view as equal yet. And for me, one like very practical thing that I have seen that I've had to do that's like pretty uncomfortable and I wouldn't want to do a lot of times is I think it's a really big thing for people to say the R word, whatever, I don't want to say it, but that. And people say it and they have no issue with it and they don't know. And that um, for me is like, I want to choose to say something because it is degrading to people with disabilities and not loving people who God has created. Um, and my purpose is to serve other people, and to be selfless, and to love everyone, and show God's love. And so it's probably the most loving thing I could do, even though it's not the most popular thing I could do, to say something. Like, I've been in a lot of situations where I would rather not do that, but I, I do. Um, also, living out your purpose pleases God. So it's not that we can please everyone. Like I literally don't think that that is possible. You will never be able to do that. But you will be able to please God in your daily choices of choosing purpose. I think that that it can seem hard to know where to start when we just say like, oh yeah, my purpose is a relationship with God. But a relationship with God changes your life and changes the way that you view other people. So I think one good, let me just see what time it is. Okay, yeah, one good way to do that is to have, like, a purpose statement for your life and so that is able to help you measure up to how you're doing. I think for me, one time, I was like, oh, I, don't, I don't really know what I'm doing with my life. I don't know where I'm going. But I sat down and I wanted to think about all the things that I wanted to be about. And that made it a lot easier, again, to know what to say yes and what to say no to and to measure up to how I was doing. So, like, because I love Jesus so much, I want to put him first in all areas of my life. I want to be really selfless. I want to be generous with my time and my money and my resources. I want to talk about God openly. I want to celebrate other people, and I want to love other people more than I need to like, be affirmed by people. When I have this, I can say, OK, how am I doing at putting others first? Or how am I doing at being generous with my money, my resources? How am I doing with surrounding myself um, with people who might not be welcome in other places? Um, on the back of your cards, we're not going to do this right now, but I challenge you to go home and, as you go into the school year, write out what you think that that looks like for you. Um, because I think that that is the only way that you will be able to actually choose your purpose for popularity. Like you got to know what your purpose is. You got to talk to God about it and take time to actually have like a plan of action of what you think that is. Think about things you're passionate about. God has put those on your heart. Just think about all different ways that God can use you specifically because you love him and you get to put other people first. So that's um, one thing that's on the back of your card. I challenge you to go home and do that. But right now we're going to go into a time. Will is going to pass out these cards. And Will and Randall are going to pass out these cards. And you, you already have pens. So school starts this week for a lot of you. And... We as a church really want to be praying for you. We want to, we know that this idea of choosing purpose over popularity and, you know, all the other, like telling your story, which we've practiced all summer, is something that is hard. And it is important that we are able to pray for you as a church. So, right now, we're going to pass out these cards and you can write your prayer requests for going into the school year on them. And then when you are done with them, you can bring them to the front. And if you finish early, we'll have a few minutes, then you can start writing your purpose statement on the back of your card too. So we're going to a few minutes to write these prayer requests and your purpose statement. <coughs>